Hi, Slip Angle listeners. This is Rob from Fields Auto Works and Fields Engineering. We're really excited to be supporting great content on Slip Angle, and we hope you'll find your way over to our social media pages to see some of the exciting work that we're doing. Fields Auto Works has Cardinal Coupes being delivered and Scioto Coupes in build for testing this summer, with more exciting models on the near horizon. If you're ready for supercar performance for under $70,000 or professional prototype speed for under $150,000, stop by FieldsAutoWorks.com to see what we offer. At Fields Engineering, we have openings for major builds, arrive and drive customers, and medium to large engineering projects. We have capabilities ranging from whole composite body scratch builds to 3D scanning and printing to trackside support. We're also thrilled to be supporting regular guy racing with Colton Wade driving in GLTC and the exciting new Future Frontrunners initiative to promote women in club racing. As a Fields customer, you get the combined experience of IndyCar builders, IMSA veterans, aerospace engineers, and lifetime racers working on your next big endeavor. If that sounds like a team you're interested in working with every day, you can also contact us about our open shop positions. Find Fields Auto Works on social media and at fieldsautoworks.com, and find Fields Engineering on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Red button. We're gonna pit race. We're recording things. What's up, bud? It's our little baby event. Little cutest of great life event of all time. It's the Sloan of events. Dude, it, yeah, it's the Sloan. Uh, if if an event of looked a, like Sloan, this would be it. It's adorable and tiny, and uh, <laughs> our buddies uh, at Auto Interest are on the show and also helping us uh, produce events. So great job, guys. Hi, Jason. Thanks. Hi, Ed. We're, We're killing it. We're doing so good. Ed just showed up 20 minutes ago. Brought the whiskey and. Uh, that well, was the important part. A trailer to sleep in, a fit to play with that isn't mine. Nice. A buggy that someone dumped at our yeah. place, and we're ready to go. So, who are you guys? What do you do here? I'm both of y'all's chief instructor. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> you didn't show up any events because you're getting married, making too much money to pay for that wedding. Who, who organized everything and you still had it all done? So much back end. I can't thank you enough, man. I'm dead you're serious. Welcome. Especially a couple of them are frustrated. So are you trying to say that Ed's king of the back end? Yeah, he's king of the back end. Ooh, I like that. And. Uh, <laughs> And we got uh, we got Jason here. What's up, Jason Kennedy? How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. How's uh, how's your day going? Good. It was like the easiest day I've had all year. <laughs> it was kind of easy. Um, splitting an event's kind of nice. It is. I think I, we should do that more. I do too. I think it's like five years overdue, but yeah. I'm glad we finally did we it. We probably talked about it five years ago. We did. Yeah. Um, so what uh, what is auto interest? So auto well, interest is... We probably have some listeners that know what it is. But. Well, yeah. A lot of people probably know, but... Um, we all kind of cut our teeth together uh, at Gingerman and kind of went our separate ways, and now we're back together again. Yeah, you you guys host a bunch of DE days uh, all over Midwest and, like, sort of East Midwest. Yeah. Um, and Did you know my first and second track days were both auto interest days? told me that days? today. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we specialize especially in beginner uh, high-performance driver education. That's what we've been doing for a long time we get close to a thousand new drivers on track every year good grief it's a lot and uh yeah that's what we do so 
our beginner program kind of got busted when we sold beginner uh, gold pass, and like nine of them bought and just drove with us all year. <laughs> we didn't give any new beginners. <laughs> it was an interesting year yeah. for beginner stuff for sure. We well, we kind of pared our beginner program down because competition stuff has swelled so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was paired with intermediate a bunch, so we sold half and half, and they actually played really nice together on track. Um, and I uh, thought that that worked really well because coincidentally, all those people bought those gold passes. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have not true, totally new beginners, yeah, when they've done, they six can they can put their you, yeah right? they can put their feet in the in yeah. the pond with the yeah. with the intermediate guys and kind of see what the next level looks like. It, it's yeah, we do a very different DE program than you guys, but. Uh, it's, yeah, well, it's, I, I was impressed with uh, all the things that you roll up with and your cool carts that you roll up with <laughs> and like the vibe and attitude of your staff. Uh, I've had conversations with like half your staff and they're all the freaking coolest and the best. And I'm real stoked to be doing this together. So awesome. we should do yeah. more. Yeah, we will for sure. And we're excited to, to do it together. And I think uh, should be more of this to come. Um, you also have a company called Trackside. What is Trackside? So Trackside came from the software that we custom built to run auto interest. So as auto interest grew from like two events a year to like 30 some events a year, um, we realized we had to do something to make that all work better. So Trackside is software that we built uh, to handle participant registration, texting, digital waivers, all that kind of stuff. Anything you can think of that you need to run an event. It does all in one system all together. And so now we sell that to other racetracks and other organizations and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been trying to get Chris to do it, but we've been in that contract with Sea Tickets for like years. This has been my life's mission for the last four years. Sea Tickets also like did keep your life alive with like COVID loans. And like that was nice, but. yeah, so we're uh, we're in the current currently we had a call with uh, Jason and Sarah like a week or two ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll talk more about that, and yeah. um, it even does everything like instructor and student pairings, the whole nine yards. And Ed's been preaching the gospel of it since like since you started implementing it, um, and it's only gotten better since then. Yeah, it seems pretty robust. It seems very cool, and uh, oh, like you also sell like tickets at drag strips, and all, that's like yeah. your biggest customer, right? Yeah, most of our customers are drag strips. Um, so the biggest event we've done so far was the World Series of Drag Racing at Cordova Dragway in August. Um, that That's was such a, a great name for a drag race. <laughs> it <laughs> the is. World Series of Drag Racing. It, it, it is, and it has every the type Olympics of drag racing. of drag racing. <laughs> so I got to experience, um, for the first time, a jet car from a starting line. So that was pretty crazy. They actually make you like duck down so you don't blow away. I had a friend, I forget where, that just saw a jet car for the first time like last week and was like, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Everybody says jet cars are wild. Yeah, they're absolutely insane and the drivers are very brave people. (laughs) Yeah, somebody died last year driving a jet car. Yeah. So like one exploded on the back end at 280 miles an hour. Yeah, but they. It does happen. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. You got a, literally strapped to like a, Jado Rocket. <laughs> At least it probably didn't hurt very bad. Yeah, he didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> um, so what's you guys' background in cars? Ed, you've been on years ago. And uh, Jason, you came from yeah. Taurus land. Right? Yeah, the Ford uh, Taurus Club. I want to interrupt with a little yeah, bit of nuts, interesting baby. trivia. Uh, Slip Angle is not particularly active on social media. <laughs> the podcast that 
Ed and I did like four years ago yeah. about diesel tow rigs oh, yeah. was the most engaged social media post we've ever had. Really? By a, by a lot. That's ridiculous. A I lot still, of people I had still get tagged in, yeah. in that episode, like gets shared around. And I still get tagged. Who doesn't love diesel tow rigs? I know, right? Uh, especially if there are Cayenne diesels and you can have heat and air conditioned seats on at the <laughs> Look, same time. I got to tell you, I got to tell you guys a quick story. I owe that car a lot. The truck, the car, what do you call that? The, the I, whatever, it's Cayenne. The yeah. truckster. It's so nice, too. It's, uh, yeah, it's and awesome. You guys did that show back when you had like a diesel Jeep, right? Yeah, Correct. We, Before we were it on got the way, stolen. No, it got Canada. stolen already. Yeah. Because well, we, we were coming back from, or we were on the way to Good Life Game Night. Yeah. Oh, and I picked okay. you up. So I went I went the way I didn't want to go to pick up Abe because he, yeah. mathed, he mathed me into saying that this was a better option to pick him up, even though it would take longer. Because I would like get no better fuel economy either. <laughs> you like driving to cornfields for three hours to pick Abe up. <laughs> but I owe that car a lot for, I, I don't think I've, I just told the story to Rachel's sister the other day, but I had a professional photographer that showed up to Auto Assets, the place that I work, and he's like, hey, I'm working on doing these like rolling shots with like a boom that I suction cup to your windshield. You guys have cool cars. I'll give you free photos. If uh, you let me, you know, you wash it, you let me pick it up. I'm going to need it for an hour. I'm going to go over here mm-hmm. and I'll give you the, I'll give you the shots. They'll be cool. I promise. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. I washed my car. I gave him the keys. He took some photos. I promised to share them. I forgot to share them. So I felt bad. So like six <laughs> months later on a random Sunday going through my phone, I'm like, oh, I, told, I totally told that guy I was going to share those. I shared the photo. They got some likes, got passed around and the girl that introduced me to Rachel, that was the post that she saw that reminded her of me and then saw Rachel at work and was like, you guys need to meet each other. That's I got a text wow. on your way to work the next day. That's crazy. She's like, hi, this is Rylene, your dental hygienist. I totally am not supposed to have your cell phone number, but here's this girl's cell phone number. You should call her. No way. And here's a photo of her. She like <laughs> grabbed your cell phone number yeah. out of the records. Yep. <laughs> That's no awesome. Way. And... I'm like okay, and now you're getting married. And in I text, like, uh, I texted weeks. the girl, yeah. and in 20 days we're getting married. <laughs> That's insane, man. That's so the so Cayenne weird. Diesel, the best purchase I've ever made That's for so, so many weird. reasons. <laughs> it can do everything. I That's know. freaking bizarre, and so, probably illegal that, that you got your number. Doing? Awesome, 138,000 miles. Yeah. Did uh, was that thing part of like the Dieselgate drama? Or no? Yeah, so yeah. it was a 14, so it just got. Uh, I don't think they had to do any hardware changes. Just programming, or just a, just yeah. some software changes. It was already done by the time that I got it. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I never had to worry about so it. But I did benefit out. from the yeah. uh, extended warranty, warranty um, which I never actually had to use. But I did use it right before it ran out. I called the Porsche dealership. And I'm like, "Yo, look, I know that like this technically isn't anything having to do with the missions, but my clock secondhand fell." He's like, bring it in. I'll like take care of it. The number hand? <laughs> the second, the ticks, you know? Your fancy pants hand, analog clock. It happens all the time. So He's weird. like, yeah, I found a way to get that done. Bring it by. And he replaced my my second, my second $450 clock nice. under under my diesel warranty. That's more than my watch. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like. Um, how, have you had any other issues with that thing or no? Uh-uh. It's got, it's, it's got a really slight coolant leak underneath the intake manifold that isn't affecting level. But I can don't those make it. like 600 foot-pounds? It's a lot of torque. I yeah. think it's like 400-something pounds to be a torque, but yeah. it's very low on horsepower. But good, it good gets tow, out of like the they hole. They can tow, yeah. yeah. I, towed, I towed that Airstream to, yeah. to Midwest. And uh, 
And then you promptly locked your keys in the airstream. We also learned how to break into an airstream in the Midwest. I've seen people tow 28-foot enclosed with two cars behind us. Uh, Eric did. Eric Streeter did. Yeah, yeah. for a long time. Yeah, uh, His was a Turag, but same drivetrain. Yeah, they're the exact yeah. same drivetrain pretty much. Yeah. That's the only thing that changes cool. is the box. Um, so Jason got into race cars with uh, a weird race car. What was your first enthusiast <laughs> my, of automobiles? My first race car was a Ford Taurus, uh, and then I learned the SHOs existed, so then I quickly had to upgrade. Was that the generation with the V8 Yamaha motor? No, my SHO was a 92, so mm. it was the V6, okay. and it was a manual, and it was the only year that had the vented front and rear disc brakes. Ooh, man. Oh, big, yeah. Big that was kind of a big guy deal. over here. <laughs> big Taurus guy right here. <laughs> yeah. What made you get into a car like that? Uh, I basically found forums on the internet and then learned that um, road courses existed. Yeah. And then a bunch of us idiots. This sounds familiar. Didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> um, decided to go to Gingerman and fell in love with it. And. It all kind of spiraled out of control from there. What year would that have been? That would have been about 2004. Okay. About the same time we got started with our Hanamid event. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Gingerman was, there was like five DEs at Gingerman back then. Yeah. There was like none. But what was your first event that you went to there? Uh, it was a tourist club event. Just, so they there just was, rented the track and. Yeah. There was this guy out of Rhode Island. His name was Bob. And uh, he rented the track. and He rented Gingerman and lived in Rhode Island? Yeah. That's insanity. <laughs> he drove from Rhode Island. I met up with him when he passed through Ohio. And a bunch of other random internet people went to a racetrack and had no idea what they were doing. And just went and drove had fun at Gingerman. and mediocrity and talked about Tauruses. Yeah. I love that, dude. And that's yeah. the best time ever. Yeah. Dude, those the, early days, like... Uh, I remember like our first and our second event, like in 04, 05, that we hosted. And like it felt so special and wild that you're like, it was. Dude, we can actually like just rent this and like use it. They just, yeah, do they know it that was. they shouldn't do that? That seems bad. And then we quickly figured out like, huh, we should probably have like instructors for yeah. people that haven't done this yet. Yep. And then we started instructing each other's events and mm -hmm. all of these different things happened from it. Do you it. still have a Taurus? No, I don't have oh, one anymore. Man. Got a bunch of Fords though. Yeah, what, I uh, do what cars do you play those. with now? Um, so between my wife and I, we oh. have an Explorer ST. We've kind of fallen in love with like the ST line of okay. their stuff. Um, so we have an Explorer ST. It's like 400 and some horsepower, 400 and some pounds of torque. I just so bought one of those for a client, and I was impressed. Three point yeah. five. I drove, I drove it yesterday. Yeah. It was a, this one, the one it's that a, I got, is a three liter. It's a three liter. Yeah, twenty one. I think. Yeah. Is that a it's twin turbo? Fast. It's a twin turbo. Yeah. And Scott Giles even convinced uh, SCCA to let me be an instructor with it yeah. at one of their events at Mid Ohio. Nice. Those so, are fun events. I hope they do those again. Yeah. That's yeah. where we beta tested the instructor model that we use at Gridlife. Actually, yeah. Is that was the, fun. The Ohio, Ohio Valley Region PDX event. Yeah. I got yelled at for having too much fun on the radios there at yeah. that event. I got yelled at for squealing tires in the Explorer at that event. Is it all-wheel drive? Yeah. 400-some foot-pounds and horsepower, all-wheel drive. It's got to be a ripper. Dude. Yeah, it even has a sport mode, and it gives you a little extra boost. And I feel like, like it has eight more modes than it needs, but the sport mode is pretty impressive. Like, tell me the trans is like a real fast-shifting like. Oh, it is, trend. and it's a 10-speed. <laughs> Everything new is good, dude. It's awesome, yeah. And I, well, I've off-roaded it in the Outer Banks in North Carolina yeah. through the sand. It has like a sand mode and... That's dumb. All this, <laughs> yeah, it. all these it. things you don't need, but you can go like fifty-five through the sand and yeah. like not even feel a bump. And have you had a, a, a Focus and a Fiesta ST? Uh, 
My wife has a Fiesta ST yep. currently. I've had a Focus ST, and we actually just got an Edge ST. Okay. What's an Edge ST? So it's the Ford Edge, which is like the, this cute a medium-sized medium SUV. SUV. Cool yeah. It's not the toaster-looking one. Oh, it, yeah, it's the roundy-looking one. Yeah. The yeah. Flex is the, the, flex the, is the toaster-looking one. Yeah, the Flex yeah. is <laughs> like the, like the better-looking Nissan NV4500. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Square. Yeah, it's, so but a lot smaller than that. We were trying to get a Ford Maverick because she wanted that little truck that they came out with, and we've had one on order since January and got tired of waiting, yeah. so we bought the Edge My dad's ST. friend just got one, and he ordered it 26 months ago. Yeah. Like, it's that's crazy. Dumb. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, 16 months ago. Wait. 16 months ago. Interject with an, uh, a stat related to Ed. Ed said that he uh, worked on a car loan with someone uh, this week, mm-hmm. and they had extraordinary credit. What was the interest rate even with that extraordinary credit? They've gone up so high that, like, if you're working with a bank that considers the age as well, it was like 9%. With like, extraordinary credit? Yeah. With like That's eight, a good rate? What were they buying? Uh, uh, 9-11 2013. Okay. So this bank like specializes in, like they like newer yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, and they have a variable. New, but grid. like not warranty new kind of stuff? Yeah. They'll do, I mean, they'll do brand new cars, yeah. but but their sweet spot is definitely newer stuff. But 9%. This, was, this was the one that made the most sense for the family. And that's Dude, I'm they never buying it. And they're going to pay it off again. soon anyway, but like I still. I said very clearly. I want a Type R desperately. Yeah. I will not buy a Type R at 9%. No. No. Like last year, things were like 1.1%. Hey, Ford Credit, so I was a 1.9%. Yeah, really? Yeah. And then the, you, but you got to have the money to pay their, their market adjustment out of pocket because well, you can't finance it. We use my uncle's Z plan that works for Ford, and it knocks money off. And nice. They Is there still market the adjustments from new car dealers? Right oh, yeah. Now? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Just how many people are so eager to spend eight percent? I don't. I mean, I don't understand how anybody could like, with a straight face, tell a customer that. I yeah. couldn't even fathom. <laughs> Is it scary? Like, Hi, Mister Customer. <laughs> On top of the full price of the car. I want five thousand more dollars just because. <laughs> is it scarcity or what? What is it? At, at this point, it's manufactured scarcity because, yeah. like, you know, they're like, "Oh man, this is kind of easy. People are willing to do it, and the yep. word's out, and people are just accepting it." Yeah, I so mean, let's when, just keep doing when it. When every yeah. new car dealer looks like a used car lot, it's yeah. kind of. And then yeah. on top of that, a lot of the a lot of those dealers are 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 aren't paying their salespeople p- based off of these adjustments. So they're taking wow. these huge deals and then paying their guys minis. That's terrible. Which is like a term for like a a, a, a lessened flat commission. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 clobbering on all ends. And I'm like, how do these people do this with a straight face? That's disgusting. Yeah, actually. So I'm not going to buy one, but I do think that they are very very cool. What do you think of the new RS3s? I I wish they weren't sixty grand. They're expensive. Then I probably would buy one. I absolutely love. That entire, everything that that car stands for, I love. Yeah. I am not a sedan person. Yeah. I like coupes and SUVs. GTRS is absolutely wicked. The The five-cylinder yeah. with the DSG is so fast. RS3 is the same drivetrain, right? It is, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, don't, uh, I don't particularly fit comfortably in an RS3. I'm actually more comfortable in a TT. Okay. Because there's more space for the driver because mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about a usable backseat. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a person that had like a sedan, I would be all about one. Yeah. But I would I would do a TTRS and well, I mean, and get, then a cheap daily. Married, it's only a matter of time before you have to need that sedan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sedan. That I gotta, I'm gonna have a Cayenne diesel until the day I die. That's probably. <laughs> you think you're just gonna keep this one? Just keep racking as long miles? as I can. Yeah. What other cars do you have right now? 
Uh, I have the E92, so the 09 M3, which I tracked for a long time while I was rebuilding the E36. Yep. Which you got is like a track a strip, rat E36. Yeah, a track and car. Um, the Cayenne. The, the E36. BMW, and then I got a 2006 uh, 330 CI convertible. Really? Why? Mm-hmm. So I want a convertible. Man, I love that, dude. <laughs> you like look like a guy should have a convertible. Yeah. If anybody's met Ed, you're it's like, nice. ah, that guy's probably got a convertible. You know, it's real relaxing. Like, yeah. I have a cool drive to work. It, yeah. Like, I drive along this river. What's up, mountain man? Luke I drive along this here. river, and there's, like, pretty trees and stuff. So I throw yeah. the top down, and Rachel likes it. So, you know, yeah, the, we drive uh, a lot in the summer. The, the nice drive to work, like, that's got to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I walk, like, through the hood to my truck and, like, drive through the hood and, like, live in the hood. It's fun. Um, the the B thirty six that you had, what was the clutch issue that you had to drill a hole in the bell housing? Like, what happened? I remember this story. Like you, you couldn't put, get it like so the, apart. The clutch disc has a snout. Yeah, and like it'll go in both ways. But if you're not paying attention, you put it in the wrong way, like upside down on the flywheel kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. It'll like fuse itself to. I forget what it fused itself to, but it's not pleasant. So like and you literally couldn't you pull couldn't the get it disengaged. Apart, right? Yeah, yeah. Without drilling, we drilled a like a three inch hole in the bell housing, and then put a pry bar up there and like forced it to come apart. So silly. And then the which ended up being a fool's errand because well I guess we still had to get it off, but the the pressure that we had to use with like uh, gear pullers mm-hmm. to get it all off the shaft ended up bending the input shaft anyway uh, on the trans on the trans. Yeah. So like. Once we put it all back in with all the new stuff, it wouldn't go into most of the gears. Oh, <laughs> so, shit. so fortunately, our our favorite buddy from uh, Ultima Race Quirks, Ben Horisco, yeah, he's like, I got an extra trans. I'll just give it to you. So he showed up at the track, gave me a trans. Yeah. Or I think Tom brought it for me. Yep. Tom was in Chicago. I remember time. that that you got it from. And ben. Tom Tom brought it down, popped it in, mm-hmm. and it's been good ever since. Until I think I I don't know what happened. I think I may have over-revved it, but I'm not entirely sure. But I, I was, like, driving around happy at, at Mid-Ohio with you guys yeah. with, at Auto Interest Event. And I'm, like, coming in because it was, like, towards the end of the day, so there were fewer cars. And I was coming in to, like, let some of the buddies, like, so we could all drive together. And I'm sitting there, and I look down, and my oil pressure gauge is, like, zero, zero. It's oh. <laughs> you still want running nice. But the, the instrument cluster agreed with the independent gauge because yeah. it's also flashing. Mm. But I revved it. It made some pressure. Limped it back into the pits. Threw it in the trailer. Haven't thought about it I haven't since. Thought, I haven't thought about it since. So In two more years, you'll get to it. <laughs> that well, reminds me. I got my 94 Mustang all fixed up and running and then basically never used it. Well, you used it at the, uh, at the Grid Life event. Well, that's you have true. a 94 Mustang that you told me last night you've got. The IRS from the newer Mustang in it, correct? Yeah, it was a 99 Cobra IRS. And I was like, so what's the, like, how hard is that to put together? And you're like, I don't know. I'm yeah, not really sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> kind of I had fun. somebody else do it. Yeah, and I'm super curious how hard that is to It drives really nice. And Can Tom you get a bunch of camber out of it and make it more track carry? And sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason basically <laughs> just waits till it rains and then goes and slides around the whole time. Yeah. Right. And doesn't miss a lap. Yeah. Yeah. That's his favorite thing. Yeah. I don't know. I have, why, to, I have to remind you guys that Jason was the one of the people that started the whole duckling thing. Yeah. Because he was the one when it was pouring that day yeah. in Mid Ohio with Grid Life. Yep. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. We're gonna do lead follow. Just get behind me and follow me. Mm-hmm. And once he taught all these kids the rain line, 
they stayed out the whole rest of the yeah, day. Yeah. Jason's instructed with us probably three years at Mid-Ohio, a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, many yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, we literally have duckling patches. Now we have duckling yeah. patches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember. I took uh, everybody around the rain line. I had a student in a Fiesta ST at the time and uh, got everybody on the rain line. Yeah. They're good to go. Yeah, it's Mid-Ohio is, like, terrifying in the rain. Except oh, it's for when fun. it's not. It's the best in the rain. Yeah. There's like people <laughs> like you that think it's the best. And then there's this big old mystique about how it will kill you. Don't even try. <laughs> my first event yeah. my first <laughs> yeah. event ever was the Mid-Ohio in the rain. Like, this is what I say. <laughs> yeah, my first event ever was Mid-Ohio in the rain. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't care if it's raining. Yeah. You know, I'm here. I'm going to drive. Yeah. So, and no one warned me. This was so like a I private out, rental, right? Yeah, so Auto Assets did a private rental, and it was just basically like all the Auto Assets homies and customers and stuff. Right. And we got there, and they split the group into two. Mm-hmm. Fast cars, race cars, and then people that have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> this was my first event. I got put in the fast car, race car group. Yeah. They're like, there's not enough space for uh, for you over there, so you'll get over there and you'll figure it out. I went out there and I figured it out. I yeah. mean, there's one, there's multiple ways to get there. No, I was I had my TT. I had a <laughs> TT back then, so having all wheel drive <laughs> on the track was very helpful. But I someday can't. they'll repave, and then yeah. you know it they, won't be that fun. I keep hearing grumblings, <laughs> but like I've been hearing grumblings for about ten years. They didn't yeah. even scrape the old paint when they repainted like the garage. <laughs> no. Like I was doing a driver's meeting, and I got my hand on the railing, and like I lifted my hand up, and like there was a chunk of paint stuck to my hand. It, like yeah. they didn't prep the railings. I would just like the troughs in the bathrooms to go away. The uh, the troughs that uh, well they changed the trough they changed a, a trough that got so rusty that when you peed it fell on the floor. Yeah, and they put another really <laughs> rusty trough in place, just less rusty. Yeah, I don't know where they have a supply it's of. It's a world class establishment. I mean, man, if their track wasn't as good as it is, if, yeah, if that ribbon asphalt wasn't yeah. just so cool. There's, well, there's a lot of that these days. Yeah. Well, we bask in the uh, wonderfulness that is pit race, Dude, pit with race. tile bathrooms and Does freshly air repaved conditioning everything. in the bathroom. Somebody Nothing told me smells every, funny. That every yeah. bathroom has showers. Is that true? Yeah. It's like is there showers. Yeah. Uh, the ones over yeah. there don't. The but all the other ones do. Okay. Yeah. Dude, the shower in here is huge. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's nice. and it's really nice and it's clean. It doesn't. It's nicer smell funny. than some hotels I've stayed in. Yeah. The whole place and the is water's always hot. You never run out of hot water. The place is unbelievable. You have you have privacy. Yeah. I will say that they're missing an opportunity. Yeah. They do not have scales in the tech garage. <laughs> they have, That's a problem. They don't have pits. They don't have scales. We're still going to haul so out our old. So Heartland setup. is a uh, a fantastic Dude, establishment. I part, really want to go there. I just haven't been able to make that work yet. The scales are integrated into the the yeah. floor of the tech shed, so, and the tech shed. Is probably three times as big as this. Dude, the tech oh, shed cool. is polished floors, 120 feet long. Oh, gotta be. 40 feet wow. wide, and the scales—it's like a semi truck scale, and it, they calibrate it constantly, so you can like roll a top fuel dragster on it, so it's wow. super long. And like you roll off of, like you, you send the cars to scales after GLTC. Every, before the first car's on the scales, everybody in impound is in the building. That's how long the building is. It's so wow. big. It's so nice. Um, but this track is nicer. But they need a big old scale house. Tell the tell the owners they need a scale house. We'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we like scale houses, so we don't have to drag the scales out. <laughs> Will you please cater to our please. laziness? Well, everybody would use it. Everybody would love it. Yeah, I guarantee it. Road America's got its own scale house, and it's the size of the scales. Like you can put a car and two people in it. That's how little it is. But <laughs> yeah, it's like a drive-through. Yeah, it, it's tiny, but man, dude, Heartland is the business. But 
This place is so gorgeous. The, the weird thing about Heartland is when we went there last year, um, the take rate was okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Um, and then everyone who drove was like, holy cow, this yeah. place is fantastic. The problem is when you tell someone that you're going to an event in Kansas, they kind of like scrunch up their nose and they go, ew. Um, I don't want to go to Topeka. I don't want to go to Topeka. But I don't it's care awesome. that it's in Kansas. I care that there's no easy way for me to get there. I can't even fly in and make it easy. No, you can't. There's like no that's good the way challenge. To get like um, I, I would have just. The, should both just roll with us. Yeah, you should just well, roll that's the us. problem. Usually, I'm in a I'm in a time <laughs> restraint. So like riding with you, although I wouldn't have to do anything, I would just get on and have the best ride of my life mm-hmm. with Sweet Angel Sloan. Yeah, she's a sweet. We play blocks the whole time. Um, um, it, it takes too long. This year, I rode with Andy Hollis in the 720. Mm. Oh boy. That, that is. I some would kind make of that car. take as long as I needed it to to hang out with Andy for that long in that car. That car, he's like, it, it is unambiguously a piece of shit. But wow, when it runs fast, Why is he it came. A piece of shit? Well, he, he said it spent the entire summer in the shop. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah he came break. to uh, he came to he came to test for he came to our event to test to auto interest event to test for one lap the year that they were. Yeah. Running oh yeah, Nelson. he came to Nelson. Yeah, yeah he went out and got dinner with yeah. us. I will never forget because I'm like standing there watching and then I'm right next to a braking zone somewhere mm-hmm. uh, over at like turn 13 back on the on the yeah. back. And he hits the brakes and I hear the wildest noise. It's the air brake mm-hmm. flipping up. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. It's freaking yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the first time I saw that, I forget it's what track so it was. It's so orange I and thought, it's slowing down so fast. I thought something was broken. Because it, like, catches your eye. And you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck's wrong with that car? <laughs> because the, <laughs> the spoiler kicks up. It's the other thing cool. that's really strange about that car specifically, not every McLaren that we've seen, but that one, um, the exhaust sounds a certain way. It sounds like it's got whistle tips. Yeah. So, like, uh, <laughs> Bub, rub, woo-woo, dude. The, woo-woo. Supposed the, to go cooking breakfast. whistle go woo-woo. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Like at full <laughs> throttle, that car doesn't make exhaust noise. It whistles yeah. the whole way. I sadly and the best uh, part is when you're in it because those turbos are like by your head. I think that sounds great. All you hear is is the turbos gulping air. Really, really cool cars. I sadly ordered whistle tips on Wish.com and I installed them on our chief instructor's RV, Rick Hoback, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he started it up and tried to drive away, and the center of them blew out, and they didn't make any noise. Damn it. So you may Instant. not want to get the Wish.com ones. <laughs> Instantly <laughs> disappointed with your Wish.com purchase. That never happened. Yeah. You've got to weld them in next the time. The bracket was still hanging on there. Mm-hmm. Probably still is. Yeah. Damn it. I didn't know they still made whistle tips. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they make everything on Wish.com. Hey, I noticed that when you got out of your car, uh, the door didn't go up. Yeah, uh, I bled a bunch of pressure out of the shocks on the hydraulics or the the Lambo doors, and when it's seventy degrees or warmer, it stays up. But when it's not, are you it t- goes trying down. to show, tell me that your shitty eBay Lamborghini yeah, open door that hinges one. That one will stay up. don't it's work? Fine. Yeah, that one stays up. Sick. I, I can do that. The best car I can ever. Do the, uh, I don't know anything about the details of this thing, but it's my favorite. <laughs> hey, I did notice s- that silly, when you were we were troubleshooting today. Yeah. Um, that uh, external wastegate mm-hmm. moved a lot when you were creeping onto the ramps. Do yeah. you have an engine mount that's like loose? Uh, no, it's just all poly. And it's, it's it moved not a little, like a lot. The clutch, the clutch is really it's like an on-off switch. There's no spring. I bet it moved so. more than an inch. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's on the pivot point. It's the highest pivot point. So I'm gonna it's a weird looking. So I'm planning on changing the rear mount and doing like the higher density poly. Um, 
because I want to eliminate like the stay rod on the shifter to get more exhaust clearance. But the clutch, it's an on-off switch with the current master mm -hmm. cylinder, and so when you hit it, it goes. <laughs> yeah. But it hasn't been a problem. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go through things this winter. But. So uh, we did an endurance race today. We did a little bit. It was cutie. Not a lot of cars. Guy. We started with what twelve cars, and then we ended with five. Yeah, yeah, mostly sprint cars that were like twenty minutes is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Yeah. This is too long. Um, but uh, so the new format for enduro stuff, I think it's, I, this is like the beta test, right? Yeah, and like I'm pretty stoked about it in the future. It's, for sure, it could be cool. So, so we had like one or two cars that were, um, like well prepared to race. Right. So like to, to uh, race for a while. Turning concepts. Um, so spec Miata basically. Club Sport is yep. the class. Club Sport's a middle class. It's like a spec Miata eighteen to one type yep. class. Yeah, the middle class between um, Sunday Club is the lowest, which is B spec slash Sunday Cup with cages. Then Club Sport is the middle one, which is eighteen to one, uh, no aero mods, basically aimed at spec Miata and basic sprint race cars, you know. And then GLTC basically is the top class. So. But they like, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. They did much. their homework and they like came prepared. They knew the rule book backward and forward. Yeah. And they, they do a lot of chump car with that. They raced really, really well. Yeah. And they uh, they almost finished second overall. Yeah. Our buddies with the uh, the blue uh, 99SI with the K swap that ran GLTC. Yeah, Donald, there's a, there's three dudes on the team. They own it together, I think. They ran NJMP, Lime Rock, I think. Yep. And now here, so. Uh, they they won and they they beat a, they passed them on like the second to last or third to last lap or fifth to last lap so yeah. that was cool. That's what Renee was saying. Like I yeah. showed up as the checker was coming out. Yeah, and I saw Renee and she's like, "We had an actual race at the end. Yeah, it was awesome. With like no cars. Yeah, it was great." So uh, this event was added to the calendar really really late. Really late. The rule set was released yeah. really really late. It was released like eight and weeks like, ago. Practical matters. The season is over because our competition season ended at Heartland yeah. a couple weeks ago. So the fact that we got any cars was yeah. actually kind of great. We had a full run group of time attack. It was solid. We yeah. got really lucky with the weather. Unbelievable yeah. so nice. weather, man. Yeah, seventy degrees yeah. plus and what, uh, some sun. What do you guys ex experience here? You've done events here for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, we come in here at least two to three times a year for yeah, like yeah, five years. Yeah, you guys like the management, the track itself. They're fantastic. Uh, so we had three weekends here this year. Um, we're actually the official – Auto Interest is the official in-house PDE program mm -hmm. of Pit Race okay. um, as of this year. And, um, I mean, the management's fantastic. They actually run their track like a business, uh, which is kind of a novel concept in some cases. Yeah. Refreshing. Um, and they actually care about their customers. They care about their track. It seems um, like they really care about, like, the sport, too. The they owners do. Especially. They do. Like, yeah, the owners are enthusiasts. Place. Yeah, the owners are enthusiasts. They've been owners or part owners of race series, other tracks. Yeah. Um, so they, they really want to see motorsports succeed, and that's it's pretty refreshing. Yeah, very cool. I mean, every aspect of this place – Everywhere you look, it's like polished. It's clean. It's there's kept up. There's one place that's not right by the start finish line in the tower. There's a chunk of old concrete that was clearly Beaver Run concrete. <laughs> and it looks like somebody poured it with a with a hoe and a shop broom. <laughs> that's the only thing I and, saw. And, here and that that'll wasn't be fixed perfect. tomorrow. That'll be fixed tomorrow. It's, uh, it's between guardrails. You can't see it, but you walk out of the start stand. You're like, this concrete sucks. Everything else is perfect. <laughs> it's like I the mean, only thing that's junk. down to the down to the uh, the amazing. car track. I mean, all yeah. of it is really nice. Awesome. That building they just put up. I, Have you toured it? Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. The, the oldest asphalt the here is, unreal is three years old. So the track surface was repaved about three years ago. 
Um, and so, I mean, the best thing they ever did here was a 1.2 mile South track edition. Right. It has 85 feet of elevation change. It nearly doubled the size of the yeah. track. Um, and that just, I mean, that makes the whole thing yeah, the really place is real fun. To the drive. first time we, yeah. we came here, um, like they had just started to open yeah, and like, they didn't have like curbing and a lot of stuff yeah. and just driving the, like the raw form. I was like, Oh man, this place is. This yeah. place is the real deal. And Auto Interest yeah. got to host the first PDE on the new surface in really? 2015 when they did that edition, and That's we've awesome. been here ever since. It, uh, I heard that the first time they repaved it, they or they paved that that side, and then the owner was like, I don't like the transition between them. Repave everything again. That that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's that happened. Stupid. That's why there's uniform asphalt across the entire it's, thing. It's so smooth. It is. Uh, this car is super low, my GLTC car, and... It's smooth in this car, like no, no up, no, no nothing, no problems, no nothing. Yeah. Even the wet grip is great here. Thankfully, we don't have to it find out like about that this aggregate. weekend. Yeah, like the, exposed the, aggregate. There's yeah. a tremendous amount yeah. of wet grip. You really just dodge puddles, but even then, there aren't very many puddles. Yeah. They put a ton of and effort no into real, the drainage here too. Yeah. yeah, you don't really have to do a whole like complete opposite rain line right. dance or anything like that. You just go drive. Stay and away you're from just the shiny stuff yeah. and call it good. Just yeah. more careful on your entries and how you yeah. apply throttle on your exit. It doesn't seem like it's that dangerous of a track, but, like, unless you, like, lose brakes, which we did have happen twice. Yeah, like, well, and those those things happen, but I will say uh, this track has the best safety crew of any I've ever yeah. seen. Mm-hmm. They take cool. it very seriously. They're incredibly well equipped. Um, we had, you know, unfortunately a couple incidents today, but the teams were right on it. Yeah. Everything was cleaned up. Everyone was safe. So, yeah. I mean, they, they really do a great job. I was very impressed. I was going to uh, stop by and talk to your, I think, intermediate driver with the uh, Lime Green GT2 RS. Yeah. And tell, or excuse me, GT3 RS, and tell him that I thought his car only sounded okay. <laughs> I wonder if he believed me. <laughs> Dude, that car sounded unbelievable. Yeah, that's... that's car, I don't really like it. Thanks. Yeah, that's a regular auto interest customer, and he, he has a ball with that thing. That thing sounds unreal. That's like, an animal. It's the only thing you hear, too. It sounds the, so the gear good. change right at the starter stand oh, it just makes my heart yeah. flutter. Yeah, they make good cool. noises. Um, your uh, your customer base at Auto Interest seems quite varied. It is um, like everything from Fisher Price my first track car to like GT3 RSs. Yeah, we literally yeah. have the Fisher Price cars and the the kids that are running around, and uh, but we've we've got a massive blend <laughs> of a customer base, you know. Everybody from the, Surprise, the dirt cheap spec Panthers and some Miatas and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, what's um, Spec Panther? Tell us about that. So Spec Panther is something that kind of came together as a joke uh, between me and Rick Hoback, our chief instructor, that happened to just walk up here. Say hi, Rick. Hey, everybody. Yeah, what's Spec <laughs> Panther? So Spec Panther is it looks really the, funny. You can, you can use the result like of me and Rick saying, hey, we should find these big old boat cars and just make some type of like a competition out of yeah. them. And at first we were like, well, maybe we should include caprices and things like that. Maybe, maybe not. So somehow we ended up settling on Spec Panther. I may have had undue Ford influence over that, but, uh, it's just like ex cop cars, right? They it were is. plentiful, cheap, yeah. rear wheel drive and faster than Miatas. They seem like they're really, bu- really bulletproof too. They are tough. Like real tough. Cars. Yeah. <laughs> they're real they're tough. tough. Especially when you go off track. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if you ask Tomo and he drifts yours all the way around the track. Yeah. Uh, it's quite fun, and uh, we've had some go agricultural with no consequence at all. And uh, yeah, mine. Somebody was driving mine and launched mine 
Dukes of Hazard <laughs> style. And uh, it was $300 in damage. Core support, radiator, fan, shroud, <laughs> all the damage. 300 bucks. Yeah, Rock Auto, 300 bucks, all brand new parts. It was pretty funny. I, uh, like, I'm blown away how tough they seem when you watch like uh, Cletus McFarlane race 30 of them on circle tracks and they all just smash into each other and like most of them finish yeah uh, like what what's the what's your spec like what's the consumables what are they like well the the spec is basically it has to be stock oh yeah just and don't stock. <laughs> yeah and uh, there's been some hotly debated rules over tires and yeah things so it's like that 275 but. max width yeah. 200 tread wear but nobody brings the good stuff like yeah. we all run RS fours or Kumos. Some that'll last long. Oh, not the real Kumos, but sometimes like the whatever you can yeah. find in the junkyard. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hawk makes brake pads for us. Yeah. So that was a special thing. So Hawk's a sponsor of the series, and they special manufacture <laughs> pads cool. for us. Also sponsor Grid Life. Thanks, Hawk. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so most of us run 18s. You know, stocks are 17s. You can run those. Right. Most of us run 18s on a 275 Hawk pads. No suspension stuff, no no extra stuff. Just you know, put just OE oil in it and go. Huh? Yeah, we put training coolers on. They all have automatics, okay. so you can't put a manual in it because right. it's probably worth two to three, four seconds. None Someone of them keeps came with manuals, right? No, no. they never no. sold that. Someone keeps fighting for a Panther Unlimited series, and we'll we'll get there <laughs> yeah, eventually. I need more people. <laughs> I need more people. Panther with the coolest Panther. Uh, <laughs> I just want to go fast, real fast. Um, is uh, is a cop car the same as a taxi? If yeah. it's a police interceptor, it has to have that little badge on the back. Okay, okay. So they have beefed so up control arms and all that. The first time I met him was at Autobahn. Ed took him. He came in a taxi with a working meter. Yeah, like that was an undercover FBI car. Oh, really? Yeah, it had lights, sirens. FBI car? Yeah, he got this. I don't know. Where where'd you find that car, Maton? Uh, Facebook Marketplace. We just found it for some guy who he like buys Crown Vicks from police stations. And he just he bought it as just like an undercover FBI car. And it showed up as like full Atlanta checker cab taxi and that's what I dailyed for like two years. <laughs> that's freaking that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh man, the whiskey's here. The uh yeah when Ed's like, dude, check it out. It'll print your receipt. So so that you got to pay the bill, too, man. That brings up a cool story about Matan. So he started driving with auto interest when he was 11 or 12? Uh, I was 14, I think. Uh, I met oh, him Ivan at 13. At 11 I met him okay. at 13. He started driving okay. behind the wheel at 14. So this, this 13-year-old kid calls the auto interest customer support number and uh, wants to drive on the track. And because his dad said, well, you have to call and deal with it if you want to do it. And so Andrea, our wonderful customer service person, says, hey, we have this like 13, going to be 14-year-old kid that wants to drive on the track. Can we do it? And so after some back and forth with the insurance company, we figured out a way that we can put a vetting procedure into place. And uh, that's been in place ever since. So we've actually worked with a lot of kids, and that's a whole other story in itself. But Matan started officially at 14, and uh, now he's running in GLTC and finishing top 10. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we had a good season. His year. resume that he wrote for me said, I ride dirt bikes, I run a skid steer, and maybe go karts. Or There's one thing. Yeah, heavy equipment. And uh, it was cool. We made him run car control and do like some agility drills and autocrossy yeah. type things for, I don't know, maybe half the year. He's also yeah, taken me for a ride on like a 200 ton crane that could just smush everything I own. And <laughs> how, how old were you when you did your first deal this year? 17? I think, yeah, I think I was 17. Yeah. I towed all the way out to Blackhawk with a car that was like barely shaken down. 
It was a fun weekend. There was like a full year where uh, Matan's parents who are over here somewhere. Yeah, I met your dad last time. They would sign over a power of attorney to me because I was the responsible adult for, and I would drag him everywhere. <laughs> it was like <laughs> he would meet me at the track, and I'm like, Phil, I'm reading this thing, and this power of attorney says that I have to pay his tuition. He's like, well, I mean, it's just so that if you, I'm like, I'm not paying his tuition. It's only for the weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was like my weekend checklist. It was like, load the car, make sure everything's good. Power of attorney. Yeah, power of attorney, <laughs> make sure I get it notarized. All right, we're good to go. <laughs> Let me tow my car out and then give this paperwork to Ed. Honestly, it was, I, we're lucky that, we're lucky that you found us, number one. Number two, it couldn't have been, you're so much more mature than your age. Like, you look like a child, but you act more mature than most of the Thank people you. in this paddock. <laughs> I know. I put him in charge. Yeah, Matan, Matan instructs for us now and all that, and he's he's made a heck of a go of it in GLTC. We're pretty proud of him. Uh, my car is a 95 Miata. Uh, I started in, uh, like, a 94 Miata, just barely track prepped, and then I bought this car, like, half put together spec Miata, and I was like, well, you know, I'll race spec Miata. And then uh, motor blew up, and GLTC looked really interesting. And I was like, well, maybe we'll give this a shot. So I ended up swapping with an Ecotech, and and kind of things fell down from there. Got Olin's and uh, a lot of help from guys at Winning Formula, Aaron and Emil, and and put on Olin's big brakes. ABS, I think those guys know a thing or two. Yeah, they, yeah, they know, they know a couple, a couple things. things about Miatas. It it helps a lot. <laughs> helps. They a know lot. a couple I mean, things about a lot more than Miatas. But yeah, yeah. They're very talented guys. Yeah, I think I think when I was so I was like. 13 and I and I, I was like well I was trying to race dirt bikes and I was like oh, I don't really feel that comfortable on a dirt bike and I think when you're 13 like you kind of don't really think there's that many things that can stop you so I was like well I could go race cars right like I think I could do that so like when it's kind of like <laughs> ignorance is bliss like I was like I was like I could do that right so like my dad was like all right well find a Miata so I got a Facebook account and set my age so they would let me use marketplace and and <laughs> went on marketplace and went went picked up a Miata right around mid-Ohio actually and like Went from there, and then it was like, okay, now I have a car, and I got to email organizations and like figure out who will even let me drive. So I was like, oh, maybe this is a little bit harder, but still, like, you're 13, almost 14. You're like, I'm pretty sure I could do this. And I've actually, like, I have to remind myself even now, like, you know, I think part of the reason I'm like here is because I just kind of was like, well, I, I can do that, and I just did it, I guess. And I got connected to the right people, and I think you just got to keep going down that path. So I just sent an email, and I was lucky enough to reach the right people. It took a couple organizations, and, like, I was just looking at, like, the old track stickers on my dad's car. of like, okay, who does he run with locally? And I was like, auto interest. I'll give him a, give him an email and uh, give him a call. So, yeah, I got really lucky with that and amazing group of people and got connected to Grid Life. And now, like, this is a great event because it's, like, all my friends in one, yeah, one place. Yeah, same. It's amazing. Yeah. And you have three dads here. Yeah. yeah. Four. <laughs> I've acquired a lot of uh, extra parents around the track, which is pretty <laughs> cool. Mario's been your, your guardian a fistful yeah. of times. So is Rick. Yeah, four dads. So all the dads are here. Adam, yeah. I think uh, we probably ought to pause this show and step into one with Luke McGrew and Eric Meadows. Ooh. And I heard there's some Weller Foolproof floating around, so i got to get some of that. Luke doesn't want to talk right. to Meadows. Dudes, <laughs> dudes, plug your things. Plug things? Yeah. Tell us, tell us where to find you. Oh. buy a car from you, Ed. You can buy a car from me. Uh, go to autoassets.com. Lots of Porsches, Audis, cool, fast stuff. No Subarus. <laughs> we do like horizontally opposed stuff, though, just not those. Um, so, yeah, autoassets.com. If anybody needs a car or any sort of track prep, service, anything like that in the uh, greater Columbus area. Jason, if you want to get on track, how do you get in touch with auto interests? 
So go to autointerest with an S.com. We also own the domain without the S, just in case you type it wrong. <laughs> and <Smart>. uh, <laughs> so if you want to drive with us, uh, we do ask that you submit a driving resume, unless you're a first timer. Anybody can sign up as a, a first timer, but um, if you want to run in a higher group, it does require an approval. And then um, if you're a racetrack or an organization looking for a system to run your track, check out tracksidesystems.com. And uh, that's that's also the other side of what we do. All right, Anton, where can people find you on the Internet? You can call, uh, find me on uh, Facebook or uh, Instagram at Matan Rosenberg. And I also have a website, uh, Rosenberg Racing. Is that and with an E or with a U? E. E. Rosenberg. Yeah, yeah Matan, M-A-T-A-N, but it's pronounced like Baton, but... M. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting name. It means gift, actually. I actually won a bottle of rum at a dinner at his house because I knew that. <laughs> we played Matan trivia for his birthday. You got a gift <laughs> from Matan. I got a prize from his gift. from his parents. <laughs> during, do you remember that? During uh, we, you were no, I don't. I don't think there? I was. No, Andrea was there. Yeah. You guys were on vacation or something. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're digging into the weeds. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at a grid live to say hello. Hello.